Welcome back to the Ace of Shade, Upcoming conversations about life, love, and all that shit in between. This is your host, Shantis. I'm Keisha. And I am Ashley. Hey, you guys. What's up? Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, we have a few things to talk about today. The first thing we want to talk about is Shantis and his date she went on the other day. Ooh, dang. So we're here. Yeah. Um, started to get Wait, it. Before okay, you get so, started, I want to um, know where you met. Did you meet him off of home? I will let like, you know all that oh, information <laughs> without releasing the name. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, um, as you guys know, I mentioned POF um, <laughs> in a previous episode. Um, so I kind of got off POF because um, my brother and sister let me know like it's just never ending. It's too much coming at you at one time. It was like, well, get on Tinder. It's better because you can kind of weed out who you don't like because if y'all match, that's who. You know, y'all yeah, like each other. Right, right. And I always thought it was like a sex hookup thing, but apparently it's not. It was? Well, it you is. can go both ways. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I jumped on there and then I get nervous. Like every time I get to the point of they want to exchange numbers, I'm like, oh, oh, oh. You no, get nervous no, too? I get no, nervous. I don't want you, no, I don't want you to have my number. I don't want this to go any further. That's why you got to get a Google voice number. Apparently, I need to do that. See? Mm-hmm. Or they get in the point to, okay, so we say what we like. Um, we like the same things, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, we vibing, we vibing. They be like, okay, so when are you free to go on a date? Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, anxiety. I know that's what I came shit. for. <laughs> I know that's what I came for, but I'm not ready yet. Like, okay. I feel like I got to see if I know, like, if I like you. But to see if I like you, we got to meet up at some point or talk on the phone. It's just like, but you don't have my number. So, How can we it's start? a vicious cycle. Um, anyway, <laughs> so that's in progress. But my date was someone that I have known for a minute. Um, I'm not going to say I work with them. I'm not going to say I uh, don't work with them. Okay. Or did work with them. They don't work there anymore. Um, but okay. um, it went it went well. Um, we had been vibing for a while. And then when he no longer worked there, I was like, all right, so let me just give this a shot. Um... It was cool. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking for, I guess. Okay. okay. Um, in this thing, but you know, like, I mean, we've gone and it's crazy because we gone out before with other coworkers. Okay. Like, so I've already known how he is outside of work. Um, but last night was cool. Like, I'm indifferent about it. I don't feel one way like, okay, okay we're definitely going to continue to go on dates and continue, you know, to entertain each other. And I don't feel like I'm not going to entertain it. So maybe if he pursues something, I might. Okay. Um, did you have a good time? I had a good time. Okay. okay. Where'd y'all go? I did. Hibachi. Um, yeah. And he paid? Yes. Look at him spending money. Come through. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was good. I have some left in the refrigerator. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't wait to get to that. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, but I had a so good time. Y'all connected. Like, the vibe was cool. Yeah, the vibe is cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, I guess you can say he's kind of my type. For a minute, I guess I thought I didn't have a type anymore because I'm all over the place. As you know, I date women as well. Women, I never had a type. Men, my type wait is minute, always... Wait a minute, wait a minute. You can't say as you know because they don't know shit. They didn't know that? No, no we know that. That was the first time you ever yeah. said that. Oh. <laughs> well, so, is that <laughs> as you know? Surprise! Oh, I thought I had this conversation before. No, Maybe you never my Coworker, uh, <laughs> we know, but they didn't know. Yeah. All right, maybe it was when the video was off. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> okay, so let's jump into that. I date women as well. Um, for a, a moment, I was exclusively dating women because I thought I was done with men. And then it was just like no emotional connection. It was like something was missing. So then I felt like I found that in females, but then I opened myself back up to males. But I was like, well, I'm still physically attracted. So let's just see where this goes. And I end up, you know, really liking somebody, vibing for somebody. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I can start, you know, dating men again. Okay. And so now they both, in conclusion. Um, (laughs) Okay. So um, what did you ask me? You asked me a question. Oh, how did y'all, where did you meet him? No, it was something else. But anyway. That was it. You was like, oh, I'll get into all of that. Oh, well, you know where I met him at. But anyway, in conclusion, um, so I'm just dating. Um, date last night went well. Oh, he was my type. That's what I was saying. Yes. Yes. I was saying um, I love dark skin. I love chocolate, chocolate. people. And with a pretty smile, it's just nothing <laughs> better Whoa, than a pretty like, smile. You get excited about that? <laughs> Like, are you visualizing a chocolate person with a pretty Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, he falls in that category. I thought I, like, didn't have a type because I started dating other people um, in between them. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, here, went back right to it. Um, So, when you say your type, what's your type? Um, (laughs) educated. Oh, come through. Knowledgeable about life. Uh, <laughs> Emotionally available. Ooh, mm. hallelujah. <laughs> that right humor. there. Um, a good sense of humor. Mm, you got to be able to have a, a sense of humor. Like, if we don't vibe on that level, we're not vibing on any level. And they say personality is one of your biggest assets. Mm-hmm. I believe that as well. Like, looks literally fall, like, maybe second to last. Last, well... Me and my friend were having a discussion. I'm going to talk about this as well, um, about money. Mm. Um, mm. It was somebody he was trying to date. Um, and he was like, well, you know, new people. I mean, well, he's younger or whatever, the guy he was trying to date. And he was like, well, you know, younger people, they're into the other things. The guy he was trying to date? Yeah, he yeah, he's good. dates. God. Wait, is this your friend or the guy you was on a date with? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Just, we just have to say what the story no, no, no. is. Okay, okay, okay. So this Sorry, is not guys. the guy that she has to go on a date with. This Let's is one clear. of her friends. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And they were ahead. having a conversation. They, yeah, we, we were having a conversation and he was like, I don't feel like he would be that into me because I can't, you know, support him in the way, like take trips and things like that. And I was like, but I mean, you live in a pretty good place. You have a car. You're able to go out from time to time. He's like, but I feel like you know these young niggas. They just want somebody to cash them out. And I'm like, that's true. They do. not everybody. But they when he said everybody. it was because he was young, and I was like, well, even when I was younger, I didn't think that way. Like that money has never been at the top for me. Like I want to take trips because I've had people offer me money, and I've had relationships where they had money, but. It's just something, if we're not vibing that personality, once again, that's number one. Like, all those things I said, like, emotionally, baby. All those things matter so much more, especially when you get older. And looks fall, like, way down. Of course, like, if you're dating online, you want to be able to, you know, have some kind of attraction. Because that's how y'all going to meet up. You can't just look at somebody that you're completely unattracted to. And then think y'all are going to meet up. And it's like, whatever. But you have to have some kind of attraction to them. I guess. What are you bumping, Keisha? Oh no, I, no, I was trying to put my arm oh. right here. But, oh yeah, we're also videotaping this, so sorry if we say some things. You're like, what the hell y'all talking about? It's it's it's, it's simultaneous things going on. Don't worry about it. 
But yeah, so they, so in order for me, so people, I guess maybe like at work or something, it's easier for you to learn somebody and then be attracted to that outside of physical attraction. That was, that's good because yeah. like, okay, so like a coworker of mine was, we was talking because I was telling them about my dating woes and how <laughs> shit have gone left. Um, apparently, um, I'm, I'm not, I don't start off aggressive. I just, <laughs> I think, okay, people always associate me with being strong. Like, oh, you're a strong, independent woman. I'm like, I haven't even said anything. So I don't know if it's a picture or a presence. I don't really presence. know. Uh, it might be. I don't know. I can't answer the question. We can. Okay. <laughs> you already said it. Okay. Said it. So yes. I have a tendency to notice and feel when men, I don't want to say are intimidated, but I may slightly frighten them and they may feel like inadequate, if that makes sense. It does. Okay, so I I get that vibe when I make them feel that way. And I don't intentionally do it because, like I said, sometimes I'm not even saying anything. It's not like I purposely go and, like, tear you down. I'm not doing that, people. Wonderful people, I'm not doing that. But I'm just saying that I can tell when the vibe shifts and they be like, oh, you do that? Oh, okay. And I guess they be like, well, she's out of my league. So I've noticed that several times, and that has contributed to my dating woes. So (laughs) my dating dating woes because nothing is. Good about good it. Good about it. Apparently, right. <laughs> okay. Something's good. Oh, yeah. Causing you to have these revelations. Yes, but I'm quite tired. Yeah. Um, so my cousin was like, well, maybe you would benefit if people just dated people that they're already friends with and they know. Because I was like, I don't okay, I don't do well with small talk. Like, I mean, I know it's necessary. I know you need to know my favorite color. But I'm more of a deeper level person. Like, what are your goals? She's above that. <laughs> oh, God. Like, you know, like, you know, what's your goals? I want to talk about conversation. I feel like what's your favorite color is going to eventually come. The more we talk, and I'm like, oh, I like purple or whatever. But starting out, I feel like it's forced and it's not a genuine conversation. I feel like you're just trying to get to know enough about me. So we can move along with this. So that's why he was saying maybe you People know. really do ask you what's your favorite color? Yes. I actually haven't been asked that. <laughs> <laughs> I get asked, time. Maybe what's like your years. favorite color? Um, I mean, of course, what do you, what do you like? so fun to you dating arena so you and your husband are far past favorite colors at this point right um that's the one of the difficult things when you get out of like relationships is that this is the part where you like fuck i gotta start over with somebody else and we gotta talk about this shit that is the hardest part like we gotta go through these casualties thanks and you don't realize how annoyed you are so you keep doing it and you like if you keep asking me what's my favorite color hell i'd be annoyed oh, like like nothing else to talk like, about like what's your favorite food i mean all that sh- i mean and i know it's necessary it's but not. it was well, some people that feel it is and I just, you know, it's not my thing. So, but <laughs> maybe they want to know, you know, just to get y'all started so, dating. Don't get me wrong. You know? I think it's great that you want to know. But like she said, that's going to come out as Right. We keep talking. It just talking. gradually happens. I just don't like forced conversation. Right. So, and that's what it came up. I was like, well, you know, maybe, you know, you should date people who already know you. And I'm like, yeah, but the people I know, they're married. So, so everybody's not married. Or, or okay, no, everybody. Obviously, everybody is not married. And um, you be married, it don't matter. Facts, yeah, facts too. Because we have found that those out. Are absolute facts. But what I noticed was, I'm like, you know, what's crazy is that the people who like probably would vibe and do very well together aren't the people who are attracted to each other. Like, there's a particular person, and I just be like, damn, like the shit he looked for in women, that's me. 
Mm-hmm. And the shit I look for in men is him. Mm-hmm. But we have never been like, let's talk to each other. And I've noticed that with several people in my life. <laughs> throughout throughout the years. So I'm like, is it that good people just aren't attracted to good people? Is it like, are we superficial? I don't, I don't know. I mean, because I have a type. And I think one of the reasons why we haven't talked is because he has a type and I'm not it physically. And okay. I have a type, and I'm not gonna say he's not it physically, but he. You can say it. You just said it. Right. Time, so. so it's just kind of <laughs> like that might be why we have never. <laughs> why is he not your type physically? Um. Is he ugly? No, no, no. It's not mm-hmm. ugly at all. It's very attractive. Uh, mm-hmm. if somebody probably would have asked what my type is, he wouldn't have been any of those things. Okay. <laughs> He's attractive, just not your type. Facts. You can be attractive vision. and not be my type. But then I feel like my type is kind of rare to find. Okay, maybe you should change your type. I have. <laughs> now. <laughs> what is your type? You never answered that question. No, what? I never got to an answer. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you guys asked. My type is... <laughs> okay, no judge. No, no judgment. But... I would like you six feet and over. And I understand that that's not always the case. So if I take you at five nine and above. And above. I'm five <laughs> six and a half. And I feel like if I want to wear a heel, I still want you to be taller than me. So I feel like that's you gotta be five nine. Or okay. Or above. Um ultimately six <laughs> and up would be ideal. Um I'm a I'm a bigger girl, so I prefer wider men. You don't have to be and that's crazy because I'm big, <laughs> but I don't prefer wide or I've never dated anybody my size or bigger. I've always dated like skinny. skinny. Yeah. Is that like it's not, not a mind block for you? It's never on purpose. Well, my female was bigger, but like my males, like my female, I had no type whatsoever. It was just, I was just whoever I was attracted to was like kind of like a soul thing. But with mm-hmm. males, I, I always had like a type. But I, I wasn't against dating someone bigger. I just always seem to find, and I have no problem with skinnier dudes. I guess that's I my feel type. like <laughs> I will crush them, and I it's you a, won't. It's a mental block. Experience. I can't get you over won't. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I try to get out of it, but that's my thing. So I mean, of course, I have other you know attributes that I look for. That's just like if we're talking about just a physical mm-hmm. type. Um, and, and I don't care if they're light skin or dark skin or whatever. I don't have the type, that type of preference. But for the rest of that, those are at least my two. So when you well, know, it's not rare. It's not. I just don't find them like that. Oh, okay. all the time. Or that. Well, I'll say they're probably not the ones usually attracted to me. Well, yeah. And so that's why we're not hooking up all the time. I've had those before, but you know, hey, things didn't work out. Of course, they came with a lot of problems. <laughs> and they, oh, they do. So that's what I meant by he may not physically be what what I'm used to, but he's he's still attractive. Mm-hmm. So I was just started thinking like, hey, maybe you know people who are good for each other are just not attracted to each other. Maybe we're focused on the wrong things. Good observation. Maybe you are focused on the wrong things because if you would have asked me, was I going to be married to the person that I'm married to now? I would probably say no. Why is that? Because. When I found him, I wasn't looking for anybody or any real relationship. You know, in college, you just having fun. Not to say that I was fucking recklessly. No, not what I'm saying. What I'm saying was, <laughs> yeah, I really had to make that clear. Um, no, what I'm saying is that um, I don't know if you would call it dating in college. We had a thing. You know, I would come to his house and we would chill, and that would be it. 
But I really wasn't. You know how when you meet a guy or somebody, you already have plans for them? Yeah. I had no plans. Like That's probably why it worked out. Yeah, I had no plans. <laughs> I no had expectations. no expectations. I didn't even have an expectation to be like involved with him at all. Like We have a mutual friend. And I used to kid with his mutual friend and be like, oh, what's up? He going to be my baby daddy one day. And the mutual friend will go back and tell him these things. And so one day... We met at a college party, and he was like, and I quote, if circumstances were different, you would be my baby mama. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a year lady, later, I was his baby mama. But anyway. See how you met that show, So And he was just talking junk, and he <laughs> called me, and he was like, hey, so, no, I think his mutual friend gave me his number, and I called him and was like, hey, what's up? And he was like, hey, what's up? And then he was like, oh, yeah, you could come over. Later to find out, he said he was just show talking, which means he was just talking shit, didn't really mean it. But he was like, he didn't think that I would really come over. Well, me being me, the fuck? I, I don't know what show talk is. If I said I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so when I came oh, over, this nigga had food poisoning. So he was oh. he was like, hold on. And so I hear, <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, all type of shit sounds in the toilet. And, oh, graphic. you know, I'm like, oh, wow. you okay in there? Said, that's love. <laughs> oh, you okay in there? <laughs> Like, he couldn't, I don't even think he was able to open the door. He opened the door and had to run to the bathroom or whatever. He was really sick. So, I was like, well, you know, let me go and get you some soup and some Pedialyte or something. So, you know, I went to the store and got him all this stuff, brought it back. And from that day on, I, well, I left and went to class after I brought him his stuff. Then I called and checked on him. And then I think the next day after that, I just never left his side. I don't never remember, Ooh. like... Going home. Or, I remember going home. Yeah, like we were just stuck together. Stuck, you know. Um, hmm. Yeah, like okay, uh, you know, Omni, pretty like small city. So I was dealing with someone, but kind of not really dealing with someone. Yeah, as we all are. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> um, again, I had no expectations. I mm-hmm. had no plans for him. It kind of just was like the Lord saw fit for us to be together. Mm-hmm. He worked it out. Yeah, he like literally placed us in each other's lives. I kid you not. Like, I'm like, it's pretty dope. This dude, that is. you know, not to say anything wrong with him. You know, you just, <laughs> you just didn't think. I just didn't yeah. think like, oh, he's pretty dope. So he's like literally my best friend. I do and pretty much everything with him. Um, it's always good to have somebody that you can talk to. And some people, beautiful story. Yeah, <laughs> some people look at us and be like, you oh, would let your husband this. do this. And I'm like, he is human. You know what I mean? Like, people think that when you're married, you're supposed to have, like, all these restrictions. I mean, yeah, you do supposed to have some restrictions, but people are really strict and stuck up when it comes to marriage. Like, Mm -hmm. chill. Like, if he's with you, well. A person. (laughs) What am I going to scare me? Yeah. No well, um, I mean, a person is going to do whatever they want to do, whether right. you restrict them or not. Right. So, you know, and if he's absolutely. with you, he's with you. If he made a vow for Ooh. your hand in marriage before God, then obviously there is something about you that wants, that he wants to flaunt you to the rest of the world and not someone else. Now, I don't know about the other backstory, but people are so uptight when they go out with their man. It's like they always got them underneath. I'm like, okay, girl, um, it don't matter how close you hold him because if he want to be with somebody else, he will. He will. Right next to you be in the So, yeah, people are just so uptight. And I think that's kind of what, like, 
hurts a relationship when people put so many restrictions. I'm not trying to say I'm going to let my man go out here and cheat. But if we out somewhere and he looking at another woman, but he is a man and he is attracted to other booties. Like, I'm not going to be like, close your eyes, stop looking at that ass. He'd be like, baby, you see that ass? You see that fat ass? And I'm just be like, oh, yeah, it's nice. Whatever. Whatever the conversation is or my opinion about the ass, I give. And, I mean, and that's that. Like, I don't know. People just these strange visions of what a marriage what is supposed, is to, supposed be. to be what you mm-hmm. can and cannot do like and people how people get engaged and have they have these beautiful engagements or they have these beautiful weddings and sometimes i used to be like dang i think about how i was engaged which was in a car and he picked up my wedding ring was like heifer will you marry me i'm like what the fuck kind of shit is this oh wow <laughs> ah. you know but that's kind of like we were very playful you know right that was y'all you know but yeah. still to me i'm thinking this is the one time that you know and then i keep well before i kept bringing up like what kind of engage you know will you have heifer will you marry me i was like a little upset about that but he was like think about it ashley everybody that has some big extravagant type of engagement or wedding look at their relationship now so that shut me up real quick yeah. uh- <laughs> Um, he was like, would you much rather have a good relationship or a good proposal? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'll take the relationship. Right. <laughs> right. You know, Absolutely. and it's just people that go all out with these, baby, you know, I love you and da 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 And you're looking at, okay, so now, yeah. Um, right. So their relationship <laughs> is going nowhere or they're having all type of problems. And it's just so like disheartening to see a lot of relationships that me and my husband have looked up to mm-hmm. when I check on the status of them now it's like damn see and you feel that way and you're married I feel that way even more because I'm single so it's like you mean like looking at married yeah, people yeah like, like you oh, have hope because oh, you're like this can happen for me and mm-hmm. I see them and I mean I know we're not everybody has their flaws and I right. know that every Everybody's relationship perfect, is not yeah. perfect mm-hmm. no matter what you display to us but it's just kind of like when you don't see people bounce back or when you see people being sneaky and conniving it's like damn I see that shit being single I at least hoped that it was better shit don't change okay <laughs> No like you just hope that it get better, like because you want to believe that my hey my person is coming and right you know there are good marriages there are good people and when you don't see it it's not being put in front of you all the time it's kind of hard to believe that you end up getting very doubtful. And here's the tea: most of the relationships that you see that are prospering and that and they have their shit together, uh, no, the fuck they don't. Uh-uh. Okay, they are fussing and fighting or whatever's going on. They have some turmoil in their relationship. They're just not allowing you to see that. So, again, every relationship has its troubles. It's about being able to put on that united front. But at the same time, yes, we're having these issues and we're putting putting on this united front. We're still working on it. Like, me and my husband, we got issues. And people know we be having issues like... We'll argue with some, oh, shut the hell up, but this is, this, this, this. it's all in fun. People be like, oh my God, you guys are always bickering and stuff. I, I, um, the other day I was watching Red Table Talk mm-hmm. and it was, um, 
this guy who's like a monk for years or whatever, and he met his wife. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. They were so beautiful. (laughs) But they met each other or whatever, and he was saying how they deal with issues and problems and things like that. And he was like, it can't be you versus me. It has to be us versus the problem because if it's you versus me, one of us is going to be the winner and one of us is going to be the loser. Yeah. But if you have one person losing, we both lose. Nobody wins in the end. And that just resonated. And I was just like... People forget that. Yeah. Like, that just came full circle. Like, that is so true. It has to be like, how are we attacking this problem together? How are we going to figure this out together? But yeah. I strive to be the winner. Oh, okay. See, that's the problem. And and you know what? Wait a minute. It's a problem and you're absolutely correct. And we are going to make a move into releasing control. Let's talk about control. Okay? Control. And then let's put that into a relationship, whether it be, um, you know, that you have with your spouse, a business partner, Mm -hmm. a friend, whatever. Like, have you ever been in a situation where you had no control, Keisha? Yes. And I didn't like that feeling. What was that relationship? Um... <laughs> Just give like us a break. Okay, okay. okay. Well, I'll start off with what is easy to not have control. Like when my mom was sick, I didn't have control over that situation. So mm-hmm. I tried to control the things around me that I could because the thing about for a person who likes control, when you snatch it from them, we feel like the life is unstable. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one. And then as far as a relationship goes, I talked to somebody who I will consider to be verbally abusive for a extended period of time. Mm-hmm. And it was difficult to get out and leave. One, because I was young and I didn't necessarily know what was happening while I was in it. Mm-hmm. So it was like I didn't have control over that. I felt like, you know, they got to do whatever they wanted to do and I couldn't control it. No matter how bad I wanted to leave, I felt like I couldn't. So it was like after that situation, I was like, I will never be in a situation where I feel like I can't control me. If anything else, I can't control that person, but control me, I will never be put in a position where I feel like I can't do that. So I noticed that and... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Did you now? Look, wait, I gotta interject because and this goes back to when we were saying, you know, somebody could put on that front that everything is good. I introduced her to this guy, right? Did I not? You did. Okay. Oh, okay. And so I thought he was Personal. a really nice guy. Like I met him. People put on all job. day. Yeah. I mean, we would have, and it wasn't all just day. like a one thing. Oh, I got a friend for it. Like we had several conversations, and physically, was he what you wanted? Yes and no. Okay. Okay. Well, he was like thick I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he was, was tall, tall. Yeah, he and he yeah. wasn't ugly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the thick build, the tall, she yeah, put on the heel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, and then the conversations that we would have, I'm like, this dude is not stupid. Like he had some substance. Oh, he was very into intelligent in his, his conversations, and I was like, Keisha, him, perfect. <laughs> And she didn't tell me for a while. I didn't tell anybody. What the fuck was going on. I felt so bad. So I vowed to never set anybody up with anybody ever again in life. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I don't do set ups either. Mm-mm. I don't do set ups. I'm not responsible yeah. for anything going wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong now. Y'all can set me up, but. <laughs> <laughs> so that didn't Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, because my thing is people portray who they want you to see. So it was not a fault to yours. You saw what he wanted you to see. Sure. And my thing is, you imagine seeing that, that's what I saw. And mm-hmm. then when you get in it, it's not that easy. You like, hold on, that's not the same person you showed me. And then you thinking they're going to return back to that same person. 
Meanwhile, shit is crumbling and I'm losing control. And it got to the point I was just like, what the fuck is happening? So I just vowed to, I guess by doing that, I shut off a part of me that was able to release control because I, I didn't like that feeling. So here I am now, many years, okay. many years later. How many years later is it? Um, who it's been about maybe six or seven. Okay. Okay. Years later. Okay. I say six. Six is a good number. Um, but I do notice that there are some factors with me and control because I, as much as I hold on to control, I really don't want it. That's interesting. I really don't want it. And I just, why you say that's interesting? Because I hear what you're saying, but then I see what you do. So your actions don't. Fact. Right. But it's my face. Y'all can see that. But, but it's, it's, it's hard to do that because I feel like I don't really have that person present to give that to. Um, I base control off of and me relinquishing that control, which also goes along with submitting, um, mm-hmm. to how much I trust you. I start you off with a little and see how you do with that. And if you do well, then I give you more. So eventually I will give you all. But when you do bad with the little, <laughs> then I take it back. I just snatch it back and I'm like, yep, nope, I can't trust you with that. That's an aspect of you I cannot deal with. So me, why, why, why you had epiphany? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did. <laughs> okay, when you said that, I guess we're more like than I thought um, because uh, you met this friend, um, the female friend before, and I didn't. I've never had this conversation until she brought it up. She said the reason why we've never actually taken it further than friends is because I don't know how to release control to her. Like I don't, I don't always give pushback. I'm always like, I don't know how to just give it to her and trust her. She was like, she doesn't like that. She likes submissive women. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then I'm like, just like Keisha said, I feel like I give a little bit like, okay, all right. Here we are. And then if you just like trample on that or yeah. whatever, you lose my trust, whatever, for whatever reason it was. And I'm like, okay, I'm pulling back now. Yeah. I feel like if I mm-hmm. don't submit to you and if I haven't relinquished control, it's not because of me. It's because of you. You've done mm-hmm. something to make me feel like I can't trust you with that aspect. Mm-hmm. Whatever it may be. And it starts off very minimal because I just. Well, here's some tea. Um, So how you feel about me and Shanty's because. <laughs> We, you know, come to this podcast. It's like, it's, it's funny because, and I blame this on our job chances. It's like we immediately go into employee mode. Yes. We do. You know what I mean? It's kind of uh-huh. like, and it's not like, oh, Keisha, who the fuck put you? No, it's just like, okay, yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, <laughs> yes, Keisha, what else would you like? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what we do. That is exactly, and it's not just, I mean, and I guess it's because in your, like, okay, this podcast is a business. Yeah. It is work. It is a job. Mm-hmm. And I guess in your job, Keisha, you have a leadership role. I do. But don't you have a leadership role? Yes. Yeah. But yes, you are but leadership. It's still, okay. Uh, it's still yeah. People. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Okay. It's like playing a role. Exactly. Or I won't be in leadership. Right. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's just like, it's like Keisha's like, okay, here, this mm-hmm. is what we're doing. Keisha is like the boss. And me and Chess is just like some little place. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, and you know, I'm just like, damn, what? You know, that's. But see, here's the thing, because what you don't see is, I've actually kind of 
release some of that control to y'all. Y'all have been tested and you didn't even know you were being tested. And that I learned too that that's not always good to test. You know, like, shit, we're right. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's how much I operate in control that people don't even know. And that's unspoken expectations is a whole nother podcast title that we'll get in today. But like, when I said earlier in another video, I was like, um, I talked to y'all about the podcast and then I wasn't even gonna do it because I I didn't say I did not say y'all weren't excited about it but you know how one person starts off and everybody's like yeah 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 absolutely and people commit yeah. to shit that they really didn't want to commit to yeah. so I just got quiet and I was like and so when y'all kept bringing it up like hey when we gonna get together right. I was like oh shit this shit is important to them like it's important to me so I trusted test you test number one test oh, number one hey. oh, oh. <laughs> ah. 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 <laughs> with them because they for real about that shit Some, if I mention something y'all agree because y'all know I stay coming up with fucking business ideas so at the end of the day I shoot off shit and I'm like people say yeah too but they may not really want to say yeah they may feel bullied by me so I just like okay but when you bring it <laughs> but when you bring it back up I'm like okay this shit is for real to them they real about that so I was I do trust y'all to do this podcast, so I okay <laughs> limitations on right. that shit. You heard that? But it's you hard that she don't want to be misconstrued. Like, <laughs> eventually, it will get to a point, and Shantis has worked with me more and has seen that. Like when we were doing events and stuff, mm-hmm. I got to a point where Shantis would be in one location, I'd be in another one. I'm like, hey, call me if you need me. It took a minute for me to get there, but when I you got did. there, I wanted to work with those people mm-hmm. because they knew me, they knew what I liked, mm-hmm. they didn't have to but call she me. Yeah, I exactly. knew exactly, and yeah. I knew when you called, mm-hmm. it was because you really didn't know the answer, right? And it took a and shit. How long we worked together for that happen? But and, and so long the same, time. right? Mm-hmm. So the same thing happens in relationships, and it's just people don't make men don't make it for me, and I, I don't know why. Do I you make, think you are so controlling? Oh, because I feel like I've always had to take care of myself. Uh, we did talk about like, that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, don't that. get me wrong. My parents are great and my family is great. But I feel like at the end of the day, nobody had Keisha. I always had to have Keisha. So mm-hmm. it got to a point where, Keisha, you got to always make sure you're good. You always got to be in a point where you don't have to depend on anybody. And I mean, I've gotten older and I realized that, hey, I have accomplished that to a certain mm-hmm. extent. But it's... You get lonely when you like when you gotta always depend on I'm gonna throw that shit to him and be like, hey, you say that. I and I will do it. I've done it before. And when I lost that, meaning it didn't work out between that person and I, it was like, well, fuck. Mm-hmm. I once again, when I give you everything, you don't understand why people how are controlled. From you. How 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 much power you have <laughs> from somebody who has released control to you. Mm-hmm. You have everything of me you have secrets you have my livelihood you have whatever i have given you which is basically everything at this point if i'm in surrender mode mm-hmm. and if you take that and you mishandle that what the Ooh, what the fuck what, what the fuck do <laughs> i do and i've had the carpet be pulled from me and i'm like mm. that's like starting at ground zero with nothing you have to get back you like i've given you everything so that's difficult for me, and I'm not saying I'm not capable of releasing control in relationships. That's not what I'm saying. Now I feel like I kind of throw an extra test, and if you're the chosen one, you can make it past, then you're king in my book. <laughs> but then <laughs> they ain't making it. They ain't making it. I don't know if it's my fault because I'm testing you, or I don't know. So I don't know. Can you help? Can you shed light? You don't know either. What was the question? <laughs> 
Why is it wrong to test people and they don't know? Oh, okay. Because I was when you when you, <laughs> you were saying that I was like, isn't that to me that equates to like a game? Like, aren't you? You want to play games? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It does. Yeah. To me, I feel like we're all being tested, whether you know it or not. I feel like men test us too. Well, yeah. There are tests. Like, I don't know. Okay. I don't test my. Do I test my husband? I don't think I intentionally test people though. No, we may we may do it. But I think it's unintentional. Well, that's what it is. Guys, but you intentionally be testing. I mean, I got so used to doing it that mm-hmm. I don't even realize I do it anymore. Oh, okay. Like I said, yeah. well, so is that like a mental health thing? Uh, maybe. Shit, I'm gonna figure it out <laughs> in my studies. I'm study that people. I mean, but like even for you, like when you said your your husband now who got got food poisoning, like mm-hmm. it was just. Um, at that time, it was just kind of like, okay, when she came over and she dropped off the soup and she helped me, he saw qualities in you that he may not have seen in another person before. So at the end of the day, I do kind of feel like it was a test whether he was giving it or not or he happened to see it. It was still one to know that, hey, if I ever got sick, oh, okay. you know, she's that girl that's going to take care of me. She right. barely even know me and she dropping off soup checking on me in between mm-hmm. her classes. So that's a thing. That's a test. And whether he knew he was giving it or not is a whole nother story. But that's how I feel. And I feel like if I start you off with a little and I need you minimal, mm-hmm. me and I say, hey, can you do this favor for me? And you like, I'm busy. You can't do it. You got to find somebody else. And I'm kind of like... That was the first test. Like, you can't do minimal. Right. If I really need you, how is that going to work? And so, mm-hmm. and I, I've ignored those signs before, and they end up being very detrimental to me <laughs> because when some shit did pop off and when my mom did get sick and I really needed that person to be there, they, they weren't, weren't there, there, but I had to go back to Keisha. He was never there. So, oh, Keisha, you. Girl, it's real out here in these this streets. Is a Control, word. relationships, dating, all of that kind of goes hand in hand, and, and it goes to back. It goes back to what we've been saying for the longest, like your upbringing, um, just your relationships with other people, knowing who you are. Like all of that plays into being in a relationship with someone. How can you build when you don't even know who you are? Facts. You have no Absolutely. idea what you. We always say, "Oh, I have this type," or "I like this," "I don't like that," but is that really you? Like, do you really, is that really what you want? Or is that what you're used to seeing, experiencing from others or your surroundings? Right. I mean, I can say definitely for me over the last two years, <laughs> I've gotten really close to knowing what my core needs are. Like, I need you to necessarily, I need you to be that alpha male. I need you to take control because I don't want that shit. Like, I'm tired. But listen, wait. So, Kisha share it with us, this wonderful... <laughs> YouTube situation. Okay. Okay. And one of the things that really resonated with me on this um, was whatever you tolerate, you won't change. And that really hit home for me. Because there are certain things in my business that I tolerate. Yeah. And I'm all the time saying, oh, this need to change. Oh, we we need to do this differently. But we don't. Nothing has changed. Mm -hmm. Because we're we continue to tolerate, tolerate it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So until we get fed up or as get angry, Facts. that's what it takes. You know, anger renders change. And I was just like, yeah, damn, speaking to me, and that's what has happened. The last relationship, I was like, I cannot make this same mistake again. Like I'm tired of doing this shit. And you, like you said, what you don't fix, you're bound to repeat. So at the end of that, I was like, we're gonna revamp all this shit. Keisha, some of this shit really may be you. 
And that control is one of those things that I've learned. And it was just like, okay. So now I know for a core need of mine, I need a man who's comfortable being in a leadership role in the home and is cool with taking control. Like, I need you to do that. You, mm-hmm. If you're going to date me, you're going to have to do that. You cannot be passive mm-hmm. with me, okay? There's a, a lot of women here, okay? <laughs> you're going to have to be that. And, I mean, it's a, some, a lot of other core needs. I need not that many, but I realize that I need quality time. That's important to me. I don't need to see you every day, but I do know that when I do see you, I need that time and I need your attention. So you're gonna have to That's put the my you're, gonna, you're gonna have to put the phone down. We're gonna have to spend that time together, and then you know I'm also an introvert, so that's why I say I don't need to see you every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but but I do want our time together to be memorable. I can't have you saying, "Hey, I hit I hit you up next week, or I see you tomorrow, and tomorrow never come for you." I can't do that. So those are some mm-hmm. things that few things that I have learned about me and the things that I need, but. It took some shit to start that up for that to happen. So Anger. Sometimes you gotta go through some it. things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You gotta get fed up. You gotta get mm-hmm. tired. You can no longer tolerate it. And then we'll be able to make some changes. So, I'm just thinking, hey, let's look forward. Let's be positive. Let's be optimistic about what we got going on. Yeah. clearly. It's right. right. So, I mean, how about you and Tom? How about us what? <laughs> How about us what? So it was ended. I ain't gonna lie. I thought it was like, ooh, rap. So um, <laughs> picking it back up, I guess. No, but for a twenty and I, um, what was the question? How are y'all? Oh, how are we? Um, at the moment. I mean, like, do you feel comfortable with release, releasing control? That was never an issue for you. Oh, you know what? I got someone releasing control. Go ahead. Well, it's not really releasing control. When Keisha was saying that um, she had to learn to, I guess you were in a, what is it, abusive, emotionally abusive, verbally, verbally abusive yeah, thing. Like, I've never really, <laughs> that's what I was saying. I didn't have much to say about that because I've never really had issues like that, like in relationships. Like, the moment I see something like that that I don't like, um, I'm, I'm gone. Yeah. yeah, so that's why I've yeah. experienced a lot of things yeah. <laughs> with a lot of people. And it was this one that got physically abusive. Um, Male or female? Female. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a very odd situation. I'll just go ahead and tell y'all. I was dating a crackhead that I didn't know was a crackhead. Oh, wow. Yeah, didn't look like a crackhead, didn't act like a crackhead. And I that's when I learned that you can binge. Like, you can kind of yeah, be yeah, off of it and go wild without it and kind of live a regular life. Yeah. And then when you binge, you just go hard. Yeah. Like, I thought people on crack, they crack every day. Yeah, like, like what you had in like it. Yes, ashy, everything. Right. Yes. So, um, it started with, okay, so we were dating, um... And then the first sign I saw, well, it's not even a sign. It's just a full blown, like, I'm on crack. <laughs> so, they just told you? No. So she saw. Oh. Okay, so this particular day had been a couple of months. This particular day, um, she was like, well, let me see your car so I can go get it detailed or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool or whatever because it did need detailed. And she got the car detailed. However, that day was the day she chose to go do crack. <laughs> it's not funny. We're not it's laughing not. at the television. She's doing crazy. Hilarious. So that's a dating woe. I'm waiting at work. Oh, and um, my manager at the time was the one that introduced us. That was her friend. So that they grew up. Crack. She didn't know she was still doing. No, my manager didn't do crack. They had. Um, I guess they had been a while. I mean, apart for a while because she 
uh, moved out of state or whatever, and then they were still friends, but she thought, she knew at some point she did drugs. She didn't know she was still going on. Okay. So anyway, we leave work, and I'm like, calling, getting the answer. Anyway, um, she was out doing crack, like I said. Uh, Manager gave me a ride home. And so when I finally got in contact with her, no, I went to her uh, parents' house. I think we stopped by her parents' house. My manager stopped me. And was like, I'm sorry. Um, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to tell you now. This is what it is. And I was like. The parents told you? This is crack. Like, she's on crack. <laughs> the parents told mm-hmm. you? Oh, wow. Yeah, because I had a good relationship with them. Like, we were cool. I, I'm cool with people parents. Like, people just yeah, like, Yeah, so they, just, they, they didn't want to hide it from me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's, was like, that this was is nice where she, like, they didn't want her to, you know, yeah. be doing this to me. Like, the car is gone. <laughs> So anyway, she shows back up with the car. Um, How long had it been? A couple of days, maybe. Damn. Like two days. Oh. Like two days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She shows back up with the car after convincing. So I'm like, okay, well, you got to go get checked in, blah, blah, blah. So at this point, I'm done. Anyway. But she's like, no, just give me another chance. I'm going to get help. So she goes and gets help. Um, I'm still kind of done in my mind, but I'm like... I don't want to leave her at her lowest, so let me just go ahead and just kind of support her getting help. Then she gets kicked out of the facility that she was getting help at. Why? For fighting. Um, and she's <laughs> no, because I'm the saying like no, it was for fighting. And then, but she put, played it like it wasn't her fault. She wanted to get kicked out. She said that um, she was running and someone tripped her and she fell on her. F- but like the people in the facility <laughs> should know that that's a ploy to get out, and they should like no. If they don't, no, you know, they're not gonna tolerate you. You can't disrupt and sit there treatment. Beat yeah, people but you in their face. That's why they tell you when you come to treatment, it's got to be something you want to do. They really don't like it to be. Yeah, because okay. you gonna take you gotta pride be ready for it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. you gotta be okay. ready for this. Okay. Like they want somebody just dropping you off. Like no, I'm not ready. Like <laughs> you need to be ready. So anyway, um, to kind of make the long story short. So one day, okay, so she gets out and I'm like, you know what? All right, I'm going to give you this chance. And if this happens again, this is it. So she snuck it. Like she was kind of acting different. So she was kind of sneaking and doing it. And then one particular time she got abusive. Um, And that's how I knew like, okay, this is not her. Like it was just a whole nother person. Like she was a a good person outside of the the habit that she had. But once we um, took it to that point, like, that was it. I left and never looked back. So, like, anything like that, anytime I see cheating or anything in the relationship, like, I'm gone. I'm out the door. Like, that's that's it. You don't have anything else from me. I am, I am now. <laughs> okay. It took you out of control. <laughs> that's good, Keisha. I mean, there, I've never had a problem with my husband in releasing control and none of that. I mean, not that I can think of, but when I think about it now i do have a little control just a little small smidgy issue i feel like when it comes to paying bills or allocating money for certain things i feel like i need to be in control of it why i don't know <laughs> i have no idea i just so it wasn't that he had the ball he fumbled or whatever uh, it was just you just feel like you just need to be in control i feel like when i make decisions that affect my family financially I need to make sure that I can provide Mm -hmm. solely on my income or Mm -hmm. I won't make that move or I won't be so quick to make that move if I can't do it off my income for me and my family I usually try not to make those decisions I think Hmm. a lot of women may think that way but when I told my husband that he was just like well 
that kind of hurts me or makes me feel some type of right, like what this. am I here for? Yeah, like, what am I here for? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm thinking, like, no, don't think of it negatively. I'm not saying that, you know, mm-hmm. fuck you. I'm just saying I just have this mentality. I don't that, know if men will ever understand that. I think it's just a woman it's thing. A, that's like, what I'm saying. It's a precautionary period for a woman. Maybe mm-hmm. call it control. Um, to just know that you can pick up and leave at any time and... You not tired. And I need to. I gotta make sure that I'm okay. okay. Yeah, that I'm okay. Like mm-hmm. I, it's okay. For, I, I want it to be a choice. Like I don't need you for this, mm-hmm. and vice versa. You don't need. I want us to be able to be okay if we ever had to leave each other. Right. You right. know. I want you to have your own. I want to have my own, and I want us to come together and make each other better not oh if i ain't have ashley or i ain't have twine i wouldn't be i don't want it to be like that i want us to you know make each other better enhance each other that's how it should be yeah so wonderful people we're gonna take this day by day we'll release a control it's not easy but we're gonna keep dating oh yeah uh sometimes i just quit but we're gonna keep dating yeah so, if your uncle, brother, cousin, friend, we're not co-worker. We're not, we're not soliciting. Um, I am. <laughs> Tell them to holler at me, okay? And um, and that's this is. That's all we got. But, you know, y'all make sure to check us out on Instagram and YouTube, Ace of Shade Podcast. Spotify. Spotify. Yep. Got it. Google <laughs> Podcast. Y'all like. Y'all share. Comment because we want to talk to y'all. Yeah, y'all send us questions. Comment. Oh, send us questions. If we suck, tell us we suck. If y'all like it, let us know. What's up? And mm-hmm. your question can be read anonymously on our podcast. So y'all hit us up um, and repost. Repost. And that's Support it. the movement. Support. Ace of Shades. Peace. See y'all later. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>